Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I hope you guys are having the best day ever and I really hope you enjoyed last week's episode. It was an episode that I personally needed to hear and I was quite literally not only in the room as we recorded it, but actually hosting the interview and it is something that I just really, really needed. Um, Last week we talked to Paul Fishman about confidence and comparison and kind of routines and mantras and people pleasing and it was just such a good episode. So if you guys are feeling down, if you're being a little bit too hard on yourself or comparing yourself, definitely an episode that I would recommend. But today's episode is really, really exciting for a couple of reasons. The first one being, I have a very, very exciting announcement. We have a merch drop today, September 2nd at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am very excited. We're going to get into the merch in a second. The second being that we actually have Lindsay Carter back on again from Set Active along with two other team members. So very exciting. We're talking a lot more about maybe like the practical things behind Set Active. If you guys are not aware of Set Active, you are quite literally living under a rock. They are such a popular like athletic athleisure brand. I mean, it's like leggings. Would that be athletic? I feel like anything to me is athleisure too. I love Set Active. I wear my stuff from them 24 seven. It's seamless. It's beautiful. I mean, they've got a lot of new stuff coming out too right now, but oh my God, I love them. And they are just a company that I really look up to because they have grown so much in the past year. Lindsay and I talk about this a little bit. I had her on um, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. And at that point she had one other person working with her. And now 
as of when we recorded this, I believe it was a team of 25, which is insane. So we're going to get into the details and all of the BTS of Set Active, which I'm really excited for. Something that I think is so cool about Set Active and something that I want to do for my own brand one day is they have really involved their community and they have made their consumer base or their customer base really truly a community, which I think is so commendable and also It's just incredible. I love what they've done and I'm really excited to talk to them. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode, but let's get back to the merch before we welcome them on to the show. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys have definitely seen the pieces. They're so cute. I've been living in them. I've kind of teased them in vlogs in the past month or so, and they're finally here, finally available. So we have the t-shirt and we've basically a matching set. It's a t-shirt and sweat shorts, and they're really like neutral, which I love. It's like a nice beige color with IOI, a salmon, chocolate brown, of course. So it's a matching set, which I think is so freaking cute. I wear mine 24-7. Then we have a cute little mug, which is the perfect thing to add into your morning routine, which we talk a lot about on this podcast. So I thought it would be perfect and fitting. The last thing, which honestly I'm probably the most excited about is our trucker hat. I live in trucker hats. I wear them 24 seven. I feel very trendy, very Gen Z, you know, very cool. Like maybe a little bit cooler than I actually am. And it's very cute. It's a brown trucker and it says IOYSM on it. Very low key. It doesn't look like super like merchy or anything. It, it's cool stuff. Okay. And everything is $35 or under. This shirt is 30. The shorts are 35. Trucker hat is 20 and the mug is 15. If you guys pick up anything, please um, post on your story. your like order confirmation and stuff. I want to be like DMing and talking to you guys all day. Seriously. Thank you so much. We do have limited quantities. So I do want to say, make sure to get your stuff as soon as you can. And then we can all be matching, but I love you guys so much. I'm really excited for the conversation that we have with the set active team. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Well, I'm really excited that I'm here with some legends, some set active legends. I came dressed for the occasion. You're Ann Leachy. Yes. Okay. Also, I was thinking about this on the way here. I know that everyone just has to know all the colors. I would never in a million years be able to memorize all those names in different colors. So, I actually was thinking that wasn't lychee. I think that's smoke. No, is that it is brand lychee. new? Did you just get it? No, it's lychee. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm willing to bet a million dollars on it. So I'm Let's the CEO fight, fight, of the company <laughs> and I still to this day can't remember some names, okay. but we have like set fans who like, we ran into someone in New York City when we were just there and she pulled up her notes app of every single color she has. I'm like, Honestly, I should do that because I get asked on socials a lot. That would actually be a helpful tip for myself. I'm going to take that with me. Okay, so Lindsay has been on the show before. You guys can listen to that podcast. And we talk a lot about how the early days of set and how set began. But now we are here with some set active team members. So I want to talk a lot about like culture. A lot of people are asking about hiring, working with influencers, things like that. But do you guys want to introduce yourselves first with your job title? Yeah. Well, you guys know I'm Lindsay. I'm the CEO of Set Active. And next to me is Nicholas. I'm Nicholas and I'm the art director. I'm Nikki and I'm an influencer manager. Love that. <laughs> You're like, Nikki, yes. this is Nikki's second day on the job. Okay, I want to hear about this. <laughs> you guys told me you had a story and I need to hear the story. So Nikki Hertwig was my first friend in seventh grade. So um, I had just transferred school second semester and which is, obviously really hard to do because everyone has their friend groups and everyone has like who they're comfortable with. And down the hall comes little blonde Nikki and she goes, do you want to sit with us at lunch? And that's literally how Aww. we became friends. And we were in the same friend group. We were really close. And then, you know, high school kind of took us different directions, but 
we always somehow found found our way back to each other. And then she called me one day and she was like, what do I have to do to work for set? Basically. And I really, you know, admired her just kind of throwing out the question. And we got on the phone and we played around with a couple different positions based off of her background. And now she's our influencer marketing manager. Well, I love that. Two days in, how are you feeling? Good. Everyone was so friendly, welcoming. Definitely that was nice because it's not always that way when you go to a new company and switch careers. So it must also be really weird to see, to have you see me now, because like, you know, me as middle school, Lindsay, you don't know me as like adult Lindsay. No, not at all. So it is so different. It's like, whoa, it's inspiring. That's fun. Speaking of hiring, that's probably the number one question people ask me. One, what is kind of your hiring process? And also, what are you looking for when you're looking at a potential employee? That's a great question. It kind of depends. I mean, first and foremost, Nicholas has been with Set and me since day one. If someone said to me four years ago, Nicholas is going to be a full-time employee at Set, I we would have looked at you and been like, that's really funny, but we would kill each other. But not happening. Simply. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, like simply not happening. Um, but now Nicholas is our, he's my best friend in the whole entire universe and now our art director. But contrary to like the idea that we're best friends and work together, I actually think I say one word to you all day. Like we don't talk unless like I call you into my office or we have a meeting. But like I was looking at him yesterday and I was like, I don't think I've spoken to you all day. Correct. Yeah. And then the other day we were talking and you were, I forget what we were saying to somebody about my job and you were like, I actually have no idea what he does all day, <laughs> but I know he's busy. I mean, we have 25 people on the team yeah, now. Yeah, that's so crazy. So I think from when I last was on your podcast, mm-hmm. it was two of us. Oh, I think it was just you and other Nikki. Yeah. yeah. And now there's 25 people. So that's it's so wild. It's crazy. So what we look for, well, we use a recruiting agency. Um, so my director of operations. Her sister works for this company called The Workshop LA, and they basically place people into jobs if they like make the cut, et cetera. They're really good. But sometimes we also get really talented people, not through a recruiting agency like Nikki or Leslie. But what we look for in a set employee is like someone who's ready to kind of make set feel like their own brand. I feel like they can speak on the company culture because they're out in the mix in the office. Um, I'm in my own office normally during the day, but someone who's just driven, like we are hiring for a director of influencer marketing to come above this Nikki and it would be a title jump for her, but I'm, I'm willing to take that chance on her because she has what it takes. She's driven. She's ready for the job. She knows it's not a normal nine to five. She wants to make set her own. We call people who come to work for set a set lifer. Like (laughs) it's not there as a stepping stone to their career. It's like their end game. Mm -hmm. And I personally love to support everyone's journey at set. So like if Nicholas came to me and was like, you know, I love, I've loved being the art director, but I really, really, really want to be on the marketing team. And I'm willing to like take a title lower to experience that. I would support that. I'm really all about like making people's dreams come true in the workplace. If it is appropriate and makes sense. I love that. What is the culture of set like? We have a dog birthday party tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's um like unconventional uh, for sure. We're th- everybody's very close. I think partly because one, we do genuinely like each other. And also we all sit in the same kind of like open room. So if you need something, you just like walk up to their desk or say their name. And we all eat lunch together all the time. And I don't know how to describe it, but just the fact that we're like- A family. A family, like even though that's like 
I don't know, so corny, like Olive Garden. <laughs> so active when you hear your family. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nikki, I mean, this is day two and you've got to see like what it's like in the office. I would just definitely think that everyone works off each other. So if you have a question, you can ask anybody and they're willing to help. It's more of like a team environment than it is you just have your job and that's all you do. So I think it's nice that way. When everyone like becomes friends and gets pretty close and it's like a family environment, how do you keep almost like boundaries in the workplace or not let certain lines cross or make sure there's still like respect for certain titles? I think that's a great question. I obviously have my friends working at set. Allie's one of my best friends. Nicholas is my best friend. Nikki's one of my good friends. I've been friends with her since seventh grade. She feels like a sister to me. Mm-hmm. I I do this thing called boss hat and friend hat and it really works well for me. So like if I want to talk about something that's about work, but it's coming more from like a friend side of things, I'll say I'm putting on my friend hat right now. I know that sounds so corny, but it works like or sometimes Nicholas and I will get in an argument about set. Like there was a time where he almost quit and he was like, I'm putting on my friend hat right now. I can't fucking do this anymore. And I was like, oh my God. I like, I was like, okay, I hear you because he was like, I'm coming to you as my friend and I'm not coming to you as your employee. And I need you to hear what I'm saying. And I think that's like how we create our boundaries. My friends that were so far, I know Nikki's on day two, but the friends that like I have in the company that are my personal friend outside of set, I think we do just an incredible job separating the two and we know when to turn it on and to turn it off. I think also like you become friends with the people that you work with, but it's not necessarily like you're directly friends with like the person you report to. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's no like, oh, you're my boss, like except for Lindsay, because like, you know, she's the CEO. But even under Lindsay, there's like people that you can report to kind of before instead. it gets to yeah. me. But the friend cap and boss like cap works. really works. Yeah. Or I say like I'm turning on the friend switch or I'm turning on the boss switch. And then I think that really sets the mentality for whoever it is that I'm speaking to that like they have to take what either what I'm saying seriously or as their friend. And if it's the boss hat, they have to like respect that. But if it's the friend hat, they know that they can like, you know, we can have an open conversation about it. I don't know about you guys, but I am the person who is digging around in my purse for my wallet when I'm at checkout and it takes me forever. I'm a little bit unorganized, I think, in my purse and it honestly just like stresses me out in line when everyone's looking at you and I'm just digging around and I can't even find it, right? Or sometimes you put your phone down to pay and then you forget to pick it back up and then you leave the store and your phone's there, right? When it's time to pay, why pull out your wallet or open up your purse when you probably already have your phone in your hand? The PayPal QR code payments are now accepted at CVS stores nationwide, so it's super easy to make touch-free payments with your phone. Plus, you get $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more. I have honestly used PayPal weekly since I was probably 15 or 16. I love the app. I trust how secure it is for any of my purchases that I make. I get paid through PayPal often, quite literally for almost 10 years now, guys. It is so easy and convenient to use PayPal in CVS, and it's even cooler now that you're basically getting paid to use it, right? So when I pay at CVS using a QR code, it's just a few taps in the app, and then I'm done. I don't have to deal with all that annoying change or pulling out a credit card or, you know, looking for my wallet and my purse that I probably forgot at home, and it works with the cashier or at self-checkout. Plus, I got $10 cash back the first time I made a purchase of $20 or more. It was almost like everything was half off. 
I've used PayPal for years for online purchases, but I love how I can use it in stores now and know I'm getting the same security. To get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more, just head to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see the terms and learn more about how to earn $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash I love you. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. So when you guys are looking for influencers to work with or to gift to or whatever it is, what are you looking for? We have, as Nikki just called it, a formula. Um, It's something new for Nikki. So I'll let her kind of speak on what she's learned in the last two days. And then I can kind of piggyback off of her. They have to fit the set look, um, what they're going for their just their engagement with all of their followers, how they present the clothing. And definitely, I think they have a wide range of who they market to. Yeah, they have to be on brand. And on brand can mean so many different things. Like we don't just send to someone because they have hundreds and thousands of followers. Like that's just because you have a verified check mark or don't and have so many followers, you're not just getting a PR package from us. I think also the common misconception with sending to influencers because we care so much about our community and our community thinks sometimes like the a comment arises like it's so unfair that you just send free PR to influencers and not to like your customers. And we're actually building out a really cool program now where our customers can feel part of our PR gifting list. But that's our marketing like that is marketing. And that's, you know, it's not free products. Every single set that we send to an influencer is paid for. We're spending money on sending that package out everything down to the packaging and whatever else is accompanying the sets in the package. It costs money. And we recently only started tapping into paid ads, but we didn't do ads for the last three and a half years. So influencer marketing was our only source of marketing. And so I think there's like a huge misconception there, but to that note, we're very picky on who we decide to gift and they have to fit the, you know, the set qualities, I guess. We go through a long checklist of why someone should be on our PR list. And just to clear the air, there's um, being sweaty doesn't get you off the PR list. Oh no, there's tea there. I didn't see Did this, you see the tea? I didn't see it. I mean, if you want to talk about it. Oh, I'm an open book, Okay, I, I actually am curious because I did hear about it from a mutual friend of ours. And they were like, did you see this today? But by the time I went to look, it had disappeared. So what had happened was there is this girl, I'm not going to name her name because I don't need to like get that deep on the tea, but she basically like made this TikTok and it went viral that she was wearing one of our lighter colors. And obviously in any activewear, when you wear a lighter color, it's going to show sweat. But thankfully our product dries sweat very quickly. Anyways, she posted her PR gifting after her workout. She was sweaty and she she made a comment about how you could see her sweat on the set. And we responded saying it looks so good on her. Like we, there is nothing negative to what we said. I had the receipts, which is why I had to post it because I was like, don't fuck with me and my brand because I know that we have good morals and good values and we would never, ever, ever tell another woman that they don't look good. And so... Wait, so she said you guys said you didn't look good? She said that we took her off of our PR list because she like posted that she was sweaty or something and we were like... That's not what happened. And we like didn't 
And she said that we said something about her sweat. Yeah, so we opened up the DMs and literally the only thing is she had mentioned us in her story a couple times and every single time you can see we responded with something that was like, oh my God, love this. Like, you look great. She never responded to anything we ever said. And (laughs) Nikki knows from from her training that like always stay positive and responding to someone in set. We want to lift women up. And so I I was like, you know what? I'm going to personally go open this DM and I want to see what went down for her to make this TikTok. And I opened it and it was so positive. It was like, you look great. It was like hard eye emojis. So you know what? I took a screenshot of it and I posted on my personal Instagram because I was like, you don't get to make a viral TikTok and call me out or call my company out for something that didn't happen. And then all of these DMs came through saying she's known for doing this. She's known for making up lies, blah, blah, blah. And then I guess someone went to go look at her TikTok video when she took it down. Because I think the set community went for her, that which I don't condone that. Like, I don't condone the set community bullying other people. But I'm assuming that the set community went and was like this, trying to stand up for set. And I so appreciate that but she took the video down and so I took mine down because the job got done but either way at the end of the day it's like we're not going to take you off our PR list because like you know it's like we just said it's hard to get on there it is hard to get on we're not just going to take you off for something you know dumb but also I think she thought she was taken off because she hadn't received something in a while we drop so much stuff we don't want to ever overwhelm the influencer like Nikki came to me the other day and she's like, how do you send every single drop to every single influencer? Like, don't they get like inundated with sets? And we don't like, we have to be so strategic on who we send, how we send, what color we're sending, what style we're sending, because we don't want to overwhelm you know, imagine if you had 15,000 set packages, I'm sure you'd be really happy. Um, I'd be fine with it, but yeah. <laughs> but like, we, we like to be careful. Yeah. Like we want to have strategy behind who we're gifting and we don't want to overwhelm an influencer. Sometimes people get over, you see what people yeah, post of I how mean, many packages are out there at their door. I totally get that with PR. I actually asked to get taken off a lot of PR because it's just It's so much, much you stuff. can't get through yeah. all of it and you want them to post it. You want them to feel it, love it, talk about it. Not just be another package and, right. you know. And yeah. it just like gets pushed to the side. We only ever, we had like back in the day, one person ever ask like, hey, kind of a lot. And then we realized like, oh, wow. Yeah. People can get overwhelmed even if it's, you know. I think we're really lucky stuff. that people love the product and mm-hmm. want every color because they see it as a collectible. But for like our core collection, like with this certain influencer, like we haven't had a drop since the core collection. Then we had to restock We've already sent her core collection. We're not going to send core collection again. So people just need to understand that we're doing the best we can with what we have. And we have to be strategic with what we send out. I think also like as an influencer, you're not entitled to everything personally from like my perspective. So I don't really understand the problem with that. Same. From my perspective. Oh, and after everything, she's still on the list. Yes. So. I was going to ask. So there we go. She'll She's not off. There's wow. no, like, I, I don't know if she personally is on my post. That's the tea there. We support all of our influencers. She still hasn't been taken off, even though she tried to bring us down. But, you know, I believe in second chances. I love that. What a nice, happy ending to that story. I did hear about it. And I think you handled it very well. Thank you so, so much. There you go. I want to talk about the set community, though, because it is so crazy. This is something you see typically as, you know, communities that like influencers build or celebrities build or whatever it might be. But the set community, as far as for the brand is so strong. Did you intentionally build that? Yes. How did that happen? I think because, and it's something I still do on my personal Instagram. I, I want to know everyone's opinion. And I do that in my personal life too. Yes. At the end of the day, I'm pretty confident in making my own decisions and 
to this day, there's sometimes where, you know, someone from the set community say, they'll say, I don't like that color, but I'll make the executive decision. But I think it's so important to listen to the consumer and, and hearing what they want because you're making product for them. And so for me, it was really important to involve them in a lot of decisions that we make are showing teasers and getting them excited. And I think that every single person that I hire on the set team, including myself, we're all normal, relatable people. And I think that the set community really respects that and turns to us because we're not someone who seems unattainable. Mm -hmm. That like the level that we're at is unattainable or how we look or how we dress. Like I post the raw version of myself on my Instagram pimples and all. And I think people respect that and they trust what we do and how we do it because of the relatability. She does it a little bit too much. Sometimes we're like, can you stop teasing? We want to, we wanted to do that. Um, (laughs) We had a fun idea for teasing this out and you just showed it. (laughs) We'll be like, we have this awesome idea. She's like, yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And then two days later, she's like, posts the whole thing on her Instagram story. Like, what do you guys think about this? I just get really excited. (laughs) We're like, okay guys, scrap that. There's a reason (laughs) I've never had a surprise birthday party in my whole entire life. And it's because I hate surprises. I hate surprises as well. So I'm the same way, but I secretly also love them. So if you want to throw me a surprise birthday party next, year this is your note i threw the biggest prize ever for you and i feel like i've checked that off um, that was my in there, done that. yeah, <laughs> yeah that so was he's like, done. i had to pretend to go to mexico like wait no way yeah, wait go into the, how did you do this she was like sort of managing somebody at the time and i made a fake pr email that like invited that person to an event and to like dj to dj and so like as her manager she was like gonna go and I negotiated um, the contract with him. Oh yeah, I was like, literally like <laughs> negotiating behind the scene. Like, I was like, no, so like she, I remember you were like, we'll pay her 5K. I was like, no, she'll do it for 8K. And like, we went back and forth negotiating. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And then I even like planned a trip to like Mexico for that weekend. So it's like, cause she wanted people, like all her friends at her engagement shows. She knew like if I was away that weekend, there's no way it would be happening. Yeah, um, no way. So I literally pretended to be in Tulum. <laughs> For like a and day he, and a half. He drove to LAX to take a picture that he was at oh, yeah. the gate. No way. I like I like Instagram storied like from the airport. <laughs> so I like well, it was a whole thing. I so I was definitely way, thrown yeah. off. It was the biggest surprise of my whole entire life for sure. I really respect that commitment because going to LAX on just any given day when you need to be there is just a hassle. I mean, going just for a photo. Yeah, I, I just love a surprise, you know? Yeah, so. that's so fun. So that's why when she ruins our surprises on set, I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was going to be so good. What on a day-to-day are you doing work-wise? Like, what are some of your tasks that oh, you're I'd handling? I'd love to know. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay. actually, let's be curious as well. Well, basically, like, anything visual that you guys see goes through me, basically, and then sometimes Lindsay, too, but, like, so um, any you Instagram You can't be in story. the room when I do grid reviews. Yeah, that was one of our stipulations of, like, <laughs> me staying but um so like the photos that get selected to go on the grid um the instagram stories the paid ads campaign visuals i work with our marketing director on that the, like homepage photos for the website influencer gifting like anything visual any, he touches literally if you look at it i've seen it and said like yes i like that okay cool social media marketing wise what platform has performed the best for you Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, that's like don't question. And Instagram's moving towards um they're trying to veer away from being a photo sharing app. So we just had a meeting actually yesterday to talk about the strategy, how to move more into video. It's gonna be a change, but if there's no change, there's no growth. So I'm excited to like see what we, you know, 
do with that. Stay tuned. I want to talk about that because that is stressing a lot of people out. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So one, how do you feel about it? And then in certain ways, I think I feel honestly a lot really bad for like photographers and stuff for certain brands because everything's heading into video. But how do you actually feel about this? Like, does it stress you out? Or are you like, okay, we got it. I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. I'm trying to like figure out where to start. My first thought is being able to pivot is the single like handedly most important thing you need to know how to do in any business that you're in. You have to learn how to pivot. If you don't pivot, then you can get stuck. I like to compare it to like kind of quicksand, like you drown basically. And it's a slow, slow pull down. That being said, I'm not here to tell Instagram what to do. But I'm also a big believer and I think it's like why there's been, you know, so much back and forth with set that stick to what you know, stick to what you're good at and stick to what you started with. Of course, you can elevate it and have it grow. But the basis and the foundation of what you're starting should always remain the same. And I'm a little disappointed in Instagram for changing that. And I know that they're trying to keep up with their competitors. And I know that they're trying to, you know, do things that are different. And I respect that. And that's great. But introduce that in a different sector, like call it something else under the Instagram family. I think personally, Instagram should stay a photo sharing app. However, I'm also a big, big, big believer. And it like really keeps me up at night in the best way possible. I'm like finding ways to solve solutions. And like, like you said, like a photographer, you feel bad for, but like, I'm already running 1 million ideas on how they can pivot Mm -hmm. their business to stay on trend with what Instagram is doing. I love finding ways to get creative. And I think that the set team with everyone that's on the team is going to find really cool ways to, you know, stay in line with what Instagram wants to do. But I still will forever stay true to the fact that I think you should always stick to your foundation and what you know. If I was on the Instagram creative team and I had a voice there, I would say create something else under the Instagram umbrella that can compete with the competitors and allow you to stay up to date with what's happening. But don't fix something that's not broken. Yeah, they're not even really trying to be different. They're just like, they're seeing something like, oh, we want to do the same thing. And they're only being as different enough as they can be to not get sued. So it's like, they're really not trying to be different. Um, But we also like don't have all of our eggs in one basket. So I'm not that worried about it. Like props to our marketing team, but our email subscriber list is like just almost as many as our Instagram followers. We have hundreds and and thousands of email subscribers. I also want to talk about this because this is a topic, just newsletters as a whole, I feel like, for so long, people weren't paying attention to them, at least talking about them publicly. In the past year, I hear that so often from brands that their actual like mailing list is just as large, if not larger than their social following. So we make most of our money from our emails. That's what mm-hmm. I hear all the time. Yeah. Um, like an we, astonishing percentage. Yeah. Wow. We also have a really kick-ass marketing team that puts a lot of thought behind our emails. Like I am the CEO of the company and the emails still hook me in. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, what am I missing? Wait, wait, what? There's a save the date calendar on there. Like there's a plan your buy. Like I am still so jazzed about. Um, I missed emails on my umbrella, but emails is also the visuals go through me. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Another one. You're like, yeah. that, that, that. Now that you're that. saying you like it. I forgot that's me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you hated it though, not me. <laughs> yeah. That one wasn't me. Just kidding. It is. What do you think the biggest lesson you've all three have learned from set? I would definitely say patience for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nikki, this is day two. Be careful what you said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stick with your gut too, because if you know something's good, like 
it usually is. I definitely agree with that one. There have been times where now that we have 25 people, everyone has given me their opinions and it's hard to like be like, no, I want to do what I think. And I definitely think that's true for sure. Well, I would definitely say stick with your gut, learning all the influencers. Like now I can say like in my gut, I know like, okay, that person is probably not someone that they want to use. When I was working with the other Nikki too, we were going through them and I definitely could figure out who was like the set girl or guy. And I would say, ask a lot of questions. I think it's really important to always ask questions. There's no dumb question at set. If you don't ask the question and then later on something happens, then you're like upset at yourself for not asking those questions. So I think always ask questions is really important. We have such a big year next year. Like we thought this year was going to be the crazy year, but next year is going to be like just actually psychotic. So I'm sure a lot of other lessons will be taught in the next eight months. And lots of questions asked. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing when it is when it's like January of 2020 and you're planning at meetings for like a Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Oh, you, uh, like yeah. the fall, literally two years later. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. We've actually, we planned next year's like- The whole year. Business model. Yeah, the whole year's planned already, but we planned that in January of this past year. Also because I was having a baby in April. So we had to get a lot of the big meetings out of the way because I thought I was going to take maternity leave. I definitely didn't take it. She was but- on Slack- in labor. I'm not You're kidding. Insane. She was giving labor or she was <laughs> in labor <laughs> and on Slack. Yeah. I was like, Are that you is okay? actually insane. Yeah. <laughs> I just make it work. I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> what has that transition been like? It's hard. Um, it's emotional for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, it's really difficult to like try to be present with Ace. That's my son who I had April 16th because work set is also my baby. So I'm not going to lie. It's really hard trying to find the juggle of being a working mom, but also being present with Ace at home. But I make it work and I time block and I put certain hours dedicated to work and certain hours dedicated to Ace and then certain hours dedicated to my husband and friends. And the rhythm I'm in right now is working. What's your rhythm, like your routine right now? So Ace wakes up at seven. I spend the mornings with him. He goes down at eight. When he goes down, I get ready for work. I'm in the office by 8.30 or 8.15. I live two blocks from the office. So it's really easy for me to like hop over. Um, She drives. uh, (laughs) I drive because I need to save every minute. Every minute counts for me. You need your car. I get it. I I literally every 60 second counts for me. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I, I... that's when I have like my workout. It's my me time. So from eight until three is when I can work and get a workout in. And then from three until around 745 is time with Ace. And then he goes down once more in the three to like 745 time. And that's when like I have time to shower or open packages or go through emails or whatever I need to do. That's me time. I do in that time. And then um, Ace goes down and I'll either do a night in or I'll go out to dinner. And then I do it all over again the next day. You're a superhero. I'm tired just talking about the routine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, that's really incredible. How do you handle conflict at work, whether it's maybe a partnership that you no longer want to continue, something you want to turn down, maybe someone you have to let go. How do you handle like tense moments? Our director of operations, Allie. Yeah, <laughs> Allie, Allie handles it all. She is one of the most patient people I I think I've ever met and probably like the most like understanding person. 
I sometimes feel like she's my therapist because she can handle any hard like situation that comes at her in friend life and work life. And she always gives me the confidence that we're going to figure it out every single time, whether it's we're letting someone go or it's, you know, something that is a fire we have to put out. She always turns it into a positive that she's going to find the solution to make it right. And I think that's so important in having a director of operations. She's eventually going to be our um, chief operating officer. She's she's the reason that we kind of stick together. And Kaylin on our team, she's the glue to set active for sure. So she handles a lot, but I think Allie is the answer to your question. She handles anything that happens, bad, good, and in between. That's really helpful. You can't have her. If anyone's listening, she's with me for the rest of my life. Sorry, guys. (laughs) What is your dream collab? I mean, a dream collab, I'm just going to say it out loud, is Rihanna. If she could design something for set, I think that would be so iconic. She's someone that I like, she's gotten me through some, you know, dark times in seventh grade and on. (laughs) And um, I think she's an iconic person. I just think she's really well-respected for being an A-list celebrity in the world. And I have yet to see anyone say something bad about her. And if they do... They clearly suck. Yeah. And um, so, Re, we know you're listening. Yeah. We oh, me know you listen to I Love You So Much. Love. Obviously. Um, okay. That would be a dream collab. But honestly, I think we're trying to steer away from collabs. I think Set wants to stand on its own. Collabs do well for us in certain capacities, but sometimes I think Set does well on its own. We sell out of every drop. And I think I want to put the focus on innovating what we can do with Set rather than a collab, but we have really cool collabs coming next year. I'm excited about Mm -hmm. my idea of a dream collab is not someone that's going to like, or something that's going to sell us a whole bunch of sets because like Lindsay said, we sell, we We sell out, we sell out in minutes, but it's some, something or someone who's really going to like align us with a market that we're trying to tap into. So like Mm -hmm. a secret that I'm willing to spill, I'm not going to say who we're thinking of to collab with. It's another brand, but we're doing something around winter and snow next year. Um, hopefully in Aspen. And so we're building out what that collab looks like right now. And that's not our forte. Our obvious, our strong suit is not winter and snow. So figuring out how we can get creative with another brand to have the set, set active brand live through something and experience or another brand collab. That's when we get really excited about collaborations. That's cool. Yeah. I love Aspen. Me too. Mm-hmm. You you can come. Okay, I'll be there. Share some crazy moments that you've had with Set because Set is still very young. Like Set has blown up so quickly. It's actually crazy the amount of success. And just to see like, literally, it wasn't even two years ago, we were sitting at the other studio and there was two people on the team. What have been some of the craziest moments for you with the brand? I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me, and it was more of a personal go- goal, was Forbes 30 under 30. That's crazy. That was on my vision board in 2017. I've wanted it since I remember I took a blank check and I wrote like set active on there and like a bunch of zeros after a number. And I put Forbes 30 under there. It was just like, I don't really give myself credit. And it's more of like part of my mental health issues that I have. Like I can never enjoy every milestone that we hit because I always want to do better. And Forbes 30 was the first time that I was able to kind of stop and really be proud of myself and like recognize that like I'm a real entrepreneur doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time where I was like, holy shit, I'm really proud of myself. 
I can't say I've had another moment like that because again, like I'm always pushing myself to do better, be better in every aspect of my life. But that for sure, it was a holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. Mine is honestly just when I see people wearing set. We got stopped in New York on the street. Like, Someone came up to me and was like, are you Lindsay Carter? And my face turned so red. And I looked at Nicholas like in shock. I was like, what do I do? How but do then, I act? Like the ones for me are like the other girl that we stopped for like, oh my God, like you're wearing set active. And she didn't know. Yeah. Like that Lindsay was on her and us. It's, it's cool to me that it's like we grew this brand like outside of our circle of people. Yeah. We were walking down the street and someone was wearing sand and I was like, oh, I like your set. And we were like speed walking and she turns around and she's like, thank you. And I was like, I'm the owner. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> and she was like so confused. And like she was she her eyes got really mm-hmm. big and she just had no idea. And it was really cool. My fun. friend Val, actually, that I was staying with, I told her we were recording. She's like, oh my gosh, I met her at Alfred. I was wearing set and she like came up to me. I was like, that's so funny. I see people wearing set all the time too. It's so crazy. I was going to dinner last night at San Vicente Bungalows and I was making a U-turn and a girl was wearing Storm. And I I just was like sitting in my car and I'm like, there's a random girl in front of me at the crosswalk just wearing my leggings. It still hits me to this day. It's so crazy. And it's also crazy when like friends like Nikki, like her group of friends who I used to be friends with back in high school, who were all now reconnecting, they'll message me like people I haven't talked to in years. And like, they'll send me pictures like Lisette sent me a picture yesterday. In, oh, in and her red outfit. Yes. Yeah. And it's so cool to see like my friends who like I used to be friends with in high school who, you know, when we went in different directions, like support me and support the brand or just genuinely love the product. And I think that's also really special. I got my hair cut a couple of weeks ago and I had to go to somebody new. Um, and they asked what I did. <laughs> and I you? said, I was like, well, I said, I work for, I work for an active work company. Like it's called set active. And she goes, oh yeah, set active. Of course. And I was like, would I like know this? If I didn't like know it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I was like, wow, people like really do just know. I was like, oh, the way she said, of course was like, as if like, like how could you not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally everywhere guys. Which I, is crazy. I think and it's I'm like, I see it everywhere. Cause I'm like, we put it everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, I know where to look, but then there's, uh, you know. No, people it's that actually, actually see it everywhere. And I'm like, I think Whoa. it's so cool. You know, you can go to New York and be like, okay, who wants to meet up? And then you have all these people that are coming to meet you and you're like, well, that's how, you know, like it's out there. Yeah. That's cool. To you personally, who has been the coolest person that you've seen wearing set outside of someone that you knew? So like someone you maybe like grew up watching or like musicians, things like that. I, I hate to sound like the most basic bitch in the whole entire world, but it has to be Kylie Jenner. Yeah, that was that's fair. That was really special for me. I mean, she's also a powerhouse entrepreneur. I mean, she literally has built a name for herself outside of growing up on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And she has so many Instagram followers and she is obsessed with set. We get requests daily of I want a new color or when is this back in stock or can we get this scent? I just think that was so cool. I mean, honestly, though, it's the customers that blow me away. Mm -hmm. It's it's the set fans. It's the people that send me pictures of their closets with their sets organized by colors like hanging in their closet or that's so like cute. a dedicated set drawer. That's what's the coolest to me outside of, you know, I, the celebrities are cool and stuff, but it's the consumers and the customers that keep me going and keep the brand going. And that's what I get really excited about when I get DMs. I have so many of people sending me their dedicated set drawer. I'm just like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like really a celebrity cool. might wear it because their stylist put it in their closet and they're like, oh, this is cute. But the, the, like, it's the customers that are like, they go out and they seek it and they pay their own money for it. And they like, put it on and then they buy more and then they buy more. Yeah. 
They're yeah. loyal to the brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really interested to see from the set community who becomes a sport body fan. We have a new mm-hmm. fabric dropping on the 30th. That's exciting. I think you're going to love it. Probably. It's going to be your new favorite. There's nothing that I haven't. I really love set. Also, what I love so much about it, even just from like a brand, like business standpoint, is it really is like a collectible thing. So it's cool. Like you never, like you always want a new color, right. you know? It's yeah. cool. Yeah. We have come back collection coming for Black Friday. So we have colors that were like best sellers that are coming back. Good. Then mm-hmm. people can stop asking that in the ask box. Literally nonstop. Where is this color? I'm not kidding. It was really probably well over half of the questions were about colors. Oh my gosh. We've also we've, done, we've like done so many limited edition colors too, that like you could go to a Pilates class with a, like 40 people in it and everybody's wearing set and you could not be wearing the same thing as somebody else. Yeah, that's true. So, we have our hundredth color coming up. That's insane. I know. Everybody's heads are going to explode. Explode. Yeah. That is really It's a crazy. color we've done before. Just, okay. Yeah, and it's going it to come first. in every fabric and every basic and sweats. And we haven't done that yet. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I'll I tell you that. when we stop recording. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. Do you guys have either maybe a leadership tip, a business tip, business book, podcast? It could even be entertainment. It doesn't have to be in that avenue that you would recommend. Like what is your current fave? Honestly, I think I even said this on the last podcast we've done, but it's the five minute journal for me. You did. Yeah. yeah. I I still think it's so important to like keep yourself grounded and understand what you're grateful for because it helps you appreciate the small things, which is something that I clearly struggle with, like giving myself credit for how far set has come. So being able to like stop and reflect on what you're grateful for and goals you want to work towards, I think really gets your mind straight for going after what you want. I know it's cheesy, but I'm telling you it works and it's five minutes of your day. I love the five minute journal. Yeah, I would say that that. for sure. For me, it's just like, I don't know, the people on my team just know that like, like Nikki said earlier, there's no dumb questions. Like ask me if you need a minute of my time, like ask me for it. Um, I'm always checking in with them, making sure there's not too much on their plate or too little. Yeah, no job is too big or too small. Like I know Nikki, this Nikki was really nervous to start because she was coming from a completely different background. She hasn't worked in influencer marketing before. And I told her, I was like, I know this, I'm the CEO of the company, but I am happy to sit with you any day of this week. And I taught every single person here how to do the influencer marketing program. And I'll sit with you and do this, but I'll also sit with the interns and teach them anything they want to know. So I think it's like no job is too big or too small for sure. Having that mentality is really important. Mm -hmm. I would definitely say be a chameleon because you never know where your career is going to take you and just be open to the idea of change because it's constant and just welcome it with open arms because it's everywhere, no matter what you do. I love that. Thanks guys for coming on. Where can they find you? Um, Set active on Instagram and then setactive.co to shop and stay tuned because we're working on a TikTok. I can't say how successful that'll don't be. Don't stay too tuned. For yeah, that don't. One. don't like, you know, <laughs> like so active on yeah. Instagram is where you can find us and subscribe to our emails because we always show really cool things that we don't show on Instagram on there. Mm-hmm. Love that. Thanks, yeah. guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to check out the merch. It's very exciting. We're actually not going to be doing a listener call in in this episode, but we will be picking them up in next week's episode. So if you guys want to be included, you have a question, you need advice, you have a crazy story to tell us, you have a fun, nice little life update, whatever it might be that you want to share with our besties in this community, you guys can call 866-994-IOYSM and leave a voicemail. 
Be sure to join our group chat on Geneva. We have just a normal one. We have the Dallas one. We have business. We have, I mean, like literally so many groups in there. So be sure to join that because you're missing out on half of the fun if you're not in the community. You can join our Facebook group, follow us on Instagram. We have a YouTube channel where our episodes are fully on the YouTube channel. So if you guys would rather watch a podcast episode, don't worry, we have you over there. We also have a TikTok. But anyways, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you in advance to anyone and everyone who purchased merch. It really does mean the world to me. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you next Thursday.